Welcome to the Dream and Girl podcast. Here we talk about spirituality, self-development and how to live our best, most authentic lives. I'm Holly, thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode, I interview my friend Zaina, otherwise known as the anti-diet protagonist, as we discuss all things recovering from an eating disorder, Asperger's and anxiety. I hope, we hope you enjoy the show. How did um, your eating disorder and your kind of battle with it really begin for you? Um, I think I was about maybe 12 or 13 when the thoughts began. Mm-hmm. Like, I never wrote really anything serious. I was about 14, 15. Um, I was restricting a lot. I was counting calories a lot. I was exercising more kept my steps mm-hmm. so yeah when did it really become a problem like you were in contact with cams weren't you yeah which was horrendous they were no help at all really so what is um, cams it's child adolescent mental health services for children and young adults with mental health problems mm-hmm. yeah i never yeah. dealt with them directly but i know a lot of people have yeah does it find them helpful for me yeah Sometimes, what did you not find helpful about them? Um, I feel like when I was discharged, they just sort of let me go and no contact. Yeah, really. yeah, just kind of be like, okay, you're fine, go. Yeah, and then not just go up. Not. Okay, <laughs> I had that. I kind of experienced something like that whenever I do like counselling at the uni. Yeah, and then they just gonna kind of let you go and don't follow up. And it's like, hi. I feel like it was more on weight rather than the mental side of it, it was always the physical hmm. side and well, the talk about side. that a bit because I mean people are always telling you, you just, we yeah. were talking about this earlier, yeah. you said just eat, that kind yeah, of thing yeah exactly, just eat, which was just made no sense to me because that's what I couldn't do yeah, so really I find this kind of um, interesting that kind of disparity that people have when they think of eating disorders or of it just being a weight thing when it's really no, not. It's not. So what would, what would be your kind of response to someone who um, thinks that way? I feel like you don't really understand the experience it yourself, I don't think. You don't understand mm-hmm. it in depth until you went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Which is like a limit for understanding it. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably a bit guilty of ignorance as well. <laughs> you know? I mean, of being like, is it a weight thing? But then talk about like the more mental aspects for you. Um, I suppose you're always thinking about food, you're always looking at labels, you're always anxious of how much you're eating, how much mm-hmm. you're exercising. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned body dysmorphia. Yeah, earlier. definitely. It was always, I'm not thin enough, trying to lose weight, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. And how did your, how did you really deal with your loved ones and your family? Um, not very well, actually. They were always just, just eat, you know, mm-hmm. you're stressing us don't understand yeah and you said earlier how you felt um they were kind of wanting you to just put on weight like yeah that. Mm-hmm. which was what i felt mm-hmm. but talk a bit more about your thought processes back then um mostly fear and anxiety around food mm-hmm. it was the only thing i could control in my head so i thought mm-hmm. if i control this everything's gonna be fine if i'm thin everything's gonna be fine mm-hmm. that sort of thing when was really when was the turning point do you think when you finally you got help and started to recover talk a bit about that how you came to this I think after the relapse after CAMS because I made a full blown relapse after CAMS basically mm. ditched me 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was referred to other observatories that I referred myself and I thought, okay, I can't live like this anymore. When you refer yourself, yes. it's kind of like an important first step yeah. in taking back your life. What did you feel around that time? Um, mostly anxiety about, mm-hmm. like, can my life really pursue with this? If I keep going, then it's yeah. not going to be a life at all. Mm-hmm. That's a very positive sign. And so I don't want to linger too much on how it was before. Really, I want to talk about your recovery and how you can help other people and the work that you're doing. You have a... Zena has an Instagram. Would you like to... Yes, it's um, the underscore anti underscore diet underscore protagonist. So anti diet protagonist. I'll leave a link in the in the in the description. You know, there's a big in the media and in the news right now. I think Jamila Jamil yes, is that how you say Jamila, it? Jamila, She's yeah. really like against it. This definitely. idea of um, the diet culture. You need yeah. to eat these things and um, take this pill that'll make you thin. What yeah. would be really? What's your experience of that? And what do you think of it? What's your experience of it and how do you move past those kind of destruct kind of destructive thought processes that go into that kind of culture? Yeah, I feel diet culture is everywhere these days. There's always people wanting to lose weight, there's always people mm-hmm. wanting to calorie carrots everywhere. Magazines, TV, leaflets in the door. I mean we're it's literally it's January, so this is yeah, kind of like the diet month. Yeah, the new year everyone's like got to lose those pounds. And it's very it's very, very harmful. Yeah, it definitely is harmful, especially targeting young girls it's awful mm-hmm. you have um, a little sister who's do, yes. around about the age that you were yeah at the time what is kind of like i heard you talk about this before how your relationship with your sister was affected because of your eating disorder yeah it was definitely always having to finish school early for appointments she then witnessed me not eating properly so mm-hmm. and your relationship is so much better yes, it's now. a lot better now i try to show her that it's fine to just eat, your weight doesn't matter. You also have been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Yes. What's, I've never, how would you differentiate that? What is? Um, Asperger's is a form of ASD on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. It can vary in many different ways. Not every autistic person is the same or. Yeah, I feel like there's there's such a misconception around autism and you know, when you think about the the anti-vax movement it's oh, like yeah. almost like it's just a a rallying cry against autism yeah definitely well especially the people who say it's, that's what causes it when there's absolutely no evidence no, there no the evidence. evidence that there is isn't evidence because it was forged yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um so when were you diagnosed with that tell us a bit about the process um, of that i was diagnosed in august 2018 and i was 20 so you're in a half ago you're not yeah, yeah, and it, how did you feel then? Um, I got in denial again with uh-huh. Asperger's. I didn't feel like I had it yeah. until I looked back. Yeah. And you speak a lot about denial. How? What advice would you give to people who are kind of going through that? Um, who do have? Who are going through things? Maybe been diagnosed with something. What would be the advice to people who having someone who's gone through that denial stage? Um. I would ask questions to your counsellor or doctor. Mm-hmm. I would ask your family, I would research, I would think twice before thinking, oh no, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be like pragmatic and be like, yeah. okay, maybe I have this. I'm going to get expert help, like professional's advice. And 
before from there. How do you think the Asperger's plays into your eating disorder with like your restricting and like compulsive kind of habits? Um, I think it's a control again when something triggers mm-hmm. my Asperger's sort of like so it could be a change, it could be a noise, it could be people like restriction with them come in their anxiety would come in to think okay this will make you feel better sort mm-hmm. of yeah I can totally see how that would kind of spiral in a way yeah um, you talked about um, noises I know you've talked about sensory overwhelm yeah and um, I have this podcast episode that will be coming out before this episode okay. <laughs> but I, I talk about overwhelm and really what is your what are your tips for people to deal with overwhelm how do you get through it when you're you know, if you're overwhelmed by um, feelings of wanting to restrict, or you're overwhelmed in physical and in, in spaces where it does kind of trigger your Aspergers and your sensory and your senses, and it really overwhelms you, what would be your advice to people? Um, I would ground yourself, remember yourself that like restriction isn't worth it. So we've talked a lot about how you first got diagnosed and your process of recovery. Um, how are you feeling now? Um, I'm feeling okay now, actually. Quite good. Yeah, I can really see that in you. You seem more, um, like, energetic and you're like... Yeah. Lo- like, you want to enjoy life to the fullest. Definitely. I still have off days, obviously, but... Yeah. More, the, more good days than bad days. How do you deal with the bad days? Um, baggy clothes for body image. Um, music. Sorry about the sound in the background of what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just connecting with others. Mm-hmm. And really doing what you love. Yes. Yeah. You talked about connecting with others, and I think I mentioned earlier that your Instagram. Yes. So when did you start your Instagram, and what kind um, of made you start it? April 2019. I started it to help me not go back away, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what kind of benefits has it brought to your life? I know you have a over a thousand people and you talk to so many people on it um i've met a lot of people met a lot of friends i met up with two people actually from instagram which is great as someone who has had a lot of anxiety in the past how do you like go like is there always nerves i mean i guess there's always nerves before you meet someone like for the first time even if you've been talking online do you find that or yes definitely <laughs> social anxiety it's yeah. been a big turning point for me yeah what kind of things do you do when you're um to make yourself feel better, to lessen your anxiety around it. I mean, sometimes I just feel like you just have to like... Yeah, just push go, yourself, yeah. keep pushing yourself and mm-hmm. just feel the fear and do it anyway, really. Oh my god, what's going on in my hallway? <laughs> <laughs> so we've both been anxious people in the past. When we met about 16 years ago, we were like five when we yeah. met. We were so shy. <laughs> It was painful, <laughs> but we gravitated toward each other, and we both have a lot of have dealt with a lot of social anxiety in the past, mm-hmm. and been able to overcome it in a lot of ways. And I was just wondering what your process is, because I know everyone's process is different when it comes to facing their anxiety, especially social anxiety. So, what would yeah. you say yours is, and um, what kind of triggers you? How do you move past that? Anxiety triggers are obviously like eating disorder stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Busy places, noisy places. Mm-hmm. I have that in crowds. Yeah. I'm very, very like w- aware of everything going on around me in crowds. Being with a lot of people, 
I used to be very scared of coffee shops, but I've kind Same. of plucked up the courage to do that now. See, I used to be terrified of trains, and I get a train oh, no yeah, problem now. Yeah. I get trained to England to Manti, which is like <laughs> six, seven hours away. Yeah, it's funny, because I'm like less scared of... I'm less anxious on planes than I am on... <laughs> well, I'm not anxious on trains anymore, but... It's the same with buses. I can do buses very easily now. Got yeah, bus I'm, path, so. I'm always scared I'm going to get on the wrong one. <laughs> but you know, anxiety is never rational, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously you are on Instagram. I've mentioned it a couple of times now. Um, yeah. And it's so easy. We've talked... Well, I've heard you talk about this before, about comparing yourself mm-hmm. to everyone out there. And how do you stay healthy as someone recovering from an eating disorder in the social media age when it's so easy to compare yourself to everyone else on the planet yeah that's a difficult one it's taken maybe years to actually especially, get to the place I want to especially when you do have that um, passion for sharing yeah. um, in- information on Instagram and really trying to like, inspire other people um, I think talking about it really helps um, it helps a lot talking to others about how you feel or talking online about how you feel and sharing mm-hmm. your experience. A lot of people, I think, a lot. so many of us don't talk about our issues mm. with anxiety or with like eating disorders or Asperger's, but it's so important because people, I think, really realise, okay, yeah. it's actually safe to talk about it and we should talk about it so we can help each other heal and live yeah. life to the fullest. The amount of messages I get saying, oh, you really help me, really helps as well. Knowing they help mm, other people that's really, like, helps me. That's the best thing. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine you have like a lot of a, a lot of people blocked, and I know there is. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a lot of social media accounts out there that are about restricting. Yeah, and are about you get like the yeah. pro Anna stuff and all the rubbish. Yeah, it's absolutely insane, and I guess it's just really even when you're in the triggering stage of it, um, avoiding that kind of thing. Yeah, just avoid like all triggers. Avoid, avoid all really all having that all. willpower to not look at that and try not to compare yourself i hope you enjoyed this episode i want to leave all the links to zena's instagram and her blog in the descriptions so don't forget to check them out and show her some support see you next time